0: If you're like most nonprofit leaders in the holiday season, your stress level just jumped up about 25 notches. And you may be wondering how the heck can I deal with this in the midst of everything that's going on? I don't have time to take care of myself. I'm going to teach you the five minute self care strategy for the swamped nonprofit leader during the holiday seasons. Welcome to the Surviving to Thriving podcast that helps women leaders in nonprofits get out of survival mode and thrive in both leadership and life. I'm your host, leadership development coach Kathy Archer, and I help women leaders enjoy impactful leadership. So if you do celebrate the season, what we all know for those of us that do is it just gets busier and everything gets ramped up And the stress builds and the anxiety builds. And some of that, quite frankly, is good stress. Not all stress is bad. Some people quite enjoy that and quite thrive on that. And that's important to recognize too. But it's still stressful. The pressure, the stuff that's happening puts us in this place where we have to be sort of on and alert all the time. So we have to be careful of that and the impacts it has on us. So let's just first acknowledge how things happen in the nonprofit sector. As we move into December, yes, we're busy with the gift buying for our own families and the decorating and the baking and all of that kind of stuff that's happening in our own world. But in the nonprofit sector, we also have a lot of parties and events that are happening. And sometimes those are program specific. So if you're in a program that does something specifically at Christmas, Christmas hampers, the buying gifts for families at Christmas, pulling in donations from the community, In organizations where you have multiple programs, you may be having multiple events happening. And if you're the leader, you may be expected to be at, if not all of them, at least a good portion of them. So your calendar gets busier, depending on your program and the life cycle of your program. And when you have year end, there might be a lot of things that are sort of coming due at the end of the month, reports, and maybe there's leases that you have to figure out. Many Decembers, I was working on proposal writing. It seemed that proposals were due either the end of December or early into January. And man, that was a real crunch time for us to pull a lot of that information together and put that proposal together. So that was an extra stress that was added on us. So not only are you busy and stressed on any given day of the year in the nonprofit, this adds that extra pressure often for us. So there's an increase of what's happening in our personal world, There's an increase of perhaps what's happening in the organizational world. And man, we as the leader feel like we're in that pressure cooker. And that's when we have to be really careful of not slipping into survival mode. So the podcast is called Surviving to Thriving because we spend a lot of time in survival mode. Survival mode is when we're barely hanging on. We're afraid we're going to drop the ball on something. We're overwhelmed, overloaded, overworked, overburdened. And what often happens is when all of that pressure builds and we start to feel like we're barely hanging on, we get sick, we get grumpy, we get tired, we get short with people. And we're not our best selves. If we keep going down that path, we're actually going to get more bitter and more cranky, and it's going to show up physically and emotionally for us. Just think about the back problems, the cold sores that we get, the digestive issues that we have, the trouble sleeping, the headaches, the anxiety, all of that stuff starts to manifest around us if we're not careful. If you're wondering how far down into that sort of pit of survival mode you've gone, I've got a continuum, a tool that you can look at to kind of go, where am I on the surviving to thriving continuum? And you can get that at kathyarcher.com slash blog slash thrive. And I'll put the link in the notes as well. But if you're worried that you've gone that far and you're like, oh my goodness, how do I move out of that? I've got a guide for you. Go check that out. You'll also get some strategies of how to move from surviving to thriving just on an ongoing basis. But if we're diving deep into how do I deal with this now in this Christmas holiday kind of place, what are we going to do? We don't have a ton of time. We've already identified that. There's a pressure going on. But if you do not take care of yourself, you are really going to fall apart. So what I want to talk about is how can you deal with this in five minutes or less? That's it. How do I start to put myself back to kind of that baseline, ground myself, feel myself relax a little bit in a really short period of time? To address this, we're going to look at four energy buckets. This comes from the work of the Energy Project. I'll put the link in the notes for that. The first bucket that we're going to look at is your physical bucket. In your physical bucket is how are you sleeping? How much have you moved your body? And are you feeding your body some nutritious food? Are you filling that bucket back up so that you're physically not drained? The second one is your emotional bucket. So if we think about our emotions, it's our feelings, it's our moods. How are we doing with that? Have we looked at, you know, if you've been feeling cranky and irritable and Depressed, where's happiness and joy and excitement and peace and contentment? We need both of those to sort of be in that energy bucket so that you're feeling that balance. So, if there's lots going on, are you putting some of that other feelings and emotions into that energy bucket as well? The third energy bucket is all around your mental ability to focus. Are you able to? Because I get that stuff's happening and people got, you know, songs going on and people are coming in with jingle bells, but you got work to do. Are you able to focus? Are you able to focus on what matters most when it matters most? Because that's the important piece of getting through this month is, yes, it's festive and enjoyable, but there's work to be done and you need to focus and get that work done. That's all about your mental bucket. The fourth energy bucket is your spiritual energy bucket. And let me tell you, I get that Christmas is a spiritual season. And yet it seems to be that often this is the place where we start to sort of droop or fade. We've lost the sense of meaning around what we're doing here, the sense of purpose. And that's what this is, is that it's bigger than me, that I it's not just about me. It's about the impact I have, the meaning in life, the meaning in the work I'm doing. And again, sometimes we're really lacking energy in this bucket, and that's gonna pull us down. So we've got the four buckets, our physical bucket. Our emotional bucket, our mental bucket, and our spiritual bucket. And we need to look at those four buckets. When we're thinking about if I'm slipping into survival mode, I'm really starting to get cranky, I'm feeling that cold coming on, I'm getting drained, and yet I've got six more parties to go to. I've got a team of staff who need me to pull it together to get through this month. You know, we just got some work we got to write on a proposal before the end of the end of the year. How am I gonna do that? And be there for my family, engage in the season, and feel like something meaningful is happening? How am I going to get through this month with all of that intact without falling apart? So here comes the strategy. What are the three things you need to do to regain that sense of grounding balance, get out of survival mode? First, you need to pause, step back. We talk about this when I teach the inner guidance cycle, that pause, ponder, pivot, proceed step back for a moment. Maybe that's first thing in the morning, at the end of your day, on your lunch break. Maybe it's in the middle of a meeting when you've just kind of felt yourself vibrating or you're ready to lose it. Stepping back and tuning in and asking yourself this question, which energy bucket is emptiest right now? Out of those four buckets, my physical energy, my emotional energy, my mental energy, and my spiritual energy. Which of those buckets is the lowest? So you ask yourself that question. Then the second thing to do is ask yourself, what can I do in five minutes or less to put back into that bucket? Five minutes or less, preferably under a minute if that's all you've got. Something teeny tiny that you can do To put back into that bucket. You've been draining those buckets all day long for the last week, two weeks, three weeks, for the last year. Now it's time to put something back in. Because if you keep draining, 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 you know what you're feeling. You're feeling like a bag of wet noodles. That's it. You've got nothing left in you. You need to be putting back into those energy buckets. It's like the battery on your phone goes down, 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 down. And when it hits the red line, you got to plug it back in. Here's the thing. You're going to plug it back in for a moment here now. I am going to tell you, remind you, emphasize very dramatically, you need to also plug it in longer. This is a quick fix. This is a quick strategy to get you through the day, to get you through this season. But you, my dear, need to be doing the work to replenish, renew, refresh your body, mind, soul more often and in a Deeper way. So you get that deep charge. I know some of you are saying, Yeah, 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 I'm going to take time off at Christmas. And are you really going to get that deep charge you need? And what are you going to do when you come back to not let yourself get to that red line point all the time? How are you going to keep giving into these energy buckets? So I'm going to go through some quick strategies now. In my membership site, the training library, there's a webinar that goes deeper on this five minute strategy. And There is a whole course called Wellness at Work. The point of the Wellness at Work course is to not wait till the end of the day to have a bubble bath or to go for a massage on the weekend, but to recharge your energy buckets throughout the day. And how are you going to do that? How are you going to, in the middle of your crazy busy day, recharge your energy buckets? So again, I'm just going to emphasize what we're talking about today is a quick fix. What you need is a long-term strategy and you need to develop that strategy and start working on that strategy and implementing that strategy soon. So I'm going to also put the link in for the training library membership site. I'm going to put a note in there around this whole course called Wellness at Work. You can go check it out. Maybe something for the new year that you want to look at. But for now, we're going to get you through this season and we're going to talk about how can I If I've stopped and I've paused and I've said, which of these energy buckets is lowest right now, identified one of them, how can I fill it back up in a very short time? So let's talk about some examples. First, the physical one. If you're recognizing that your physical bucket is emptiest, do something quick to fill that back up. Stretch, roll your shoulders back, get up from your desk. You might've been sitting there working away at stuff for a long time. You might need to go pee, get a drink of water, put something nutritious in your body, especially with all the goodies and the junk that we have at the holiday season, we might really need to think about what can I put into my body A, before I go to that party. So I've at least ate something nutritious today. One thing I want you to think about is in terms of nutrition, if you're you're lacking energy and the mental one, if you're lacking focus, one of the key things you need to focus on is protein. And especially at the Christmas season, we are going to be filling ourselves with sugar, 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 and carbs. Think about how you can add protein in also. Go for the sweets at least that have the nuts in them or the, the something that's going to give you some of that protein. Have protein before you go into that. Pack the almonds, the hard-boiled eggs, the yogurt, the cottage cheese, whatever gives you your protein. Make sure that you're putting that into your daily intake so that you're bumping up your protein levels. That's going to help you recharge, reboost your energy. You might also just need to go for a little walk, even if it's just walk around the office. You might need to do a little bit of yoga, add that tiny bit of yoga into the end of the day, your beginning of your day, your lunch break, something like that. And you might also need to close your eyes for a few moments. You might need to have a nap. You might need to just step back and recharge, especially if you've got stuff going on in the evening. Go home, shut your door for 10 minutes, and lay in your bed. Maybe it's lay on the floor with the kids if that's what you've got to do. But do something to like physically put back into that bucket. All right, the emotional bucket. What if that's the one that's drained and you need to fill it back up? What you might need to do is release some of that pent-up emotional energy that's not serving you at the moment. You might need to go have a good cry. So you might need to actually schedule some time in to release some of that. Let it out on a drive from point A to point B do some of that that inner work that I'm always talking about to release some of that. Christmas is a hard time for many of us, even if we love it and enjoy it. My sister passed away on December 19th when I was 14. So there's always this bit of an inner turmoil, that sadness, that loss. I had one of my kids come home one year depressed and suicidal right at Christmas time. There's, you know, for a lot of people, there's just a mix of family dynamics that happens at Christmas that makes them feel icky and ucky and creates a lot of turmoil. There's stuff that's happening that we just need to process. Part of when your emotional bucket is drained is you need to process some of that so that you can release that and then allow the other stuff back in. So journaling might be one of the options you need to do. Having a good talk with someone, if you've got a therapist or a counselor, might be a good time to schedule that time in. If you've only got like five minutes, sometimes it's just sitting there and acknowledging what is, letting it be. Meditation is one way you might be able to do that. But also, you might need to just boost your emotional energy. A good laugh can do that. So maybe you need to go be around the clients or be around somebody who's in a good mood. The music is one way you can turn that up and dance and have a good time. Maybe you're at the Christmas party, let loose a little bit, not to the point where you're uncomfortable but to the point where you're enjoying yourself. That's the whole point of the holiday season is to enjoy yourself. So if you're wrapping gifts and you're like and you're cranky, that's not going to be boosting your emotional energy. You might want to turn a good Christmas movie on while you're doing that or turn up the Christmas tunes a little bit or chit chat with somebody that you haven't talked to in a while while you're doing that. So think about how can I boost my emotional energy in this space for just that few short moments to give me a little bit of that boost. All right, moving on to that mental bucket. Maybe that mental bucket is just, whoa and you've got nothing left and you're having trouble focusing and you've identified that's the one that you need to focus on. What can you do in five minutes or less? You can take a deep breath or three or four deep breaths. Step back, just sit down, push yourself away from the computer, go to a different room, just tune into your body. There's tons of apps out there. The Calm app is one of them where you can have a little guided imagery for three or five minutes. That's going to help you kind of settle down. That might also be an option. It might be clearing a little bit of clutter in your space. Maybe you've got the stacks piled up or you've got to-do lists or things happening or stuff in the corner for the Christmas party later. You might want to tidy things up. Often, our, when our energy is cluttered, it's because our physical space is cluttered. So, tidying that up might help a little bit. You might also want to kind of pull yourself back in and find something to focus on. Doodling is a good way to, if you're in the meeting and you're finding that your energy is frazzled and you're unable to focus, doodling is a good way to bring back in the focus on, on what you're supposed to be focusing on. You might also print off some adult coloring sheets, bring them to the meeting, hand them out to everybody. And while you're coloring, you're having a conversation, and that's just going to bring you all back to feeling a little bit more grounded and centered and focused. Moving on to the spiritual bucket. If this is the bucket that's sort of drained and you're feeling like there's nothing nothing there or not a lot left there, how do you fill that back up? We've talked already about meditation. That might be one way. That might be just tuning into your breath. It might be doing a a pre-recorded meditation. It might be saying a little prayer. Especially if you're struggling to get through the season, or there's somebody that is around you that is really having some difficult times, saying a little prayer for somebody is helpful, acknowledging a piece of gratitude, writing two or three things that you're grateful for out on a piece of paper. In the training library, I have a whole worksheet on gratitude. We often think of gratitude as I'm grateful for, but it can also be I'm enjoying, I'm loving, I'm so happy about, I'm excited about, I'm energized by. Those are different ways of expressing gratitude. And so sometimes when we use those ways of starting the sentence, that helps us to shift how we're feeling and kind of pulls back in to what's meaningful or important to us. You can head out into nature if you've got a few minutes, go outside, feel the snow on your face if that's what, what you enjoy, look out the window and watch the snow coming down. You'll know, find that way to connect to nature. Maybe it's going out near the Christmas tree. Maybe if you've got the real Christmas tree, you get to smell it. Or if you're into essential oils, you've got a Christmas scent going. Something like that that's helping you reconnect to to that sort of inner peace part for you. Music is a good way to connect spiritually. Sometimes that's putting headphones in your, your uh, if you're in a space where you don't want music to bother everybody else. Or when you're driving, you might crank up one song for a few minutes when you're going from place to place. It might also be, and this is one of the important ones, I think, this is what I did many years ago, was I took a step back and I really connected to what's important for me, what's the real meaning of Christmas for me, and I just journaled about that for a few minutes, and then I looked at where I could put that in. At the time, it was really important for me to be singing Christmas carols. I found that I was listening to Christmas carols or singing them in my house, but I needed to be in a group of people singing Christmas carols. And so once I recognized that, then it was a lot easier to go, oh, those people are doing, you know, a choir sing, and that's where they're going over to the senior center and singing to the seniors. I can join those places, and that's going to fill my soul. So in the five minutes, you're not going to be able to do that. But in that five minutes, you might step back and say, what's really important to me in this holiday season? That I attend my kids' Christmas concert, that I go see Auntie so-and-so and just have a few moments with her. What's that one or two things that you really need to do that is connected to the bigger meaning of Christmas for you. And when you write them down in that just a few moments to write down what's important, then you're better able to make sure that that happens. And often that boosts you back up. So the four energy pots, your physical energy, your emotional energy, your mental energy, and your spiritual energy. Which of those energy pots is lowest right now? What can I do in less than five minutes to put back into that pot and then do it? When you stop and you pause and you take time to figure out what's really the problem, why am I slipping back into survival mode? What is happening? Pause, ponder. Okay. Which of those energy pots is lowest? What can I do to fill that in? That's that pivot place that I keep talking about where you're like, oh, I just need to get up and go for a walk, or I just need to make sure I schedule time to go visit that person. Once you've done that pivot, that's when you get back into action and you do it or you feel that you've got it scheduled in and you can move forward. It's when you take just a few moments to re-energize some of those energy buckets that you're going to feel that surge again and feel like you're not barely hanging on, that you're at least out of the red line place and able to cope for the next day or two or next week. But you need to do this frequently. And as I said, it's critically important that you not just keep bumping up a little bit, that you do a deep charge on a regular basis and you learn to do a lot of those little charges throughout the day so that you don't get so low. That's why the wellness at work course is so critical for women leaders because we drain, 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 drain all day because we're serving other people. We are nurturers and we people pleasers and we give, 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 give and we never fuel ourselves. We have to learn to take care of ourselves as well and we need to do that in tiny little places here and there so that we never get to that place where we're not able to give to others. When you fill those buckets on a little basis and on a big time basis, so we do those deep charges, that's my dear, when you're going to move from surviving to thriving in both your leadership and life. Go make the rest of your day and the holiday seasons awesome, my dear. If you found today's episode helpful, then you are going to love the training library. Many women leaders in nonprofits wish that they had a coach or a mentor to help them, but they don't believe that they or their organization can afford it. Oh, but you can. Inside of the training library membership site, you will not only get access to affordable and easily accessible ongoing personal and professional development training, you will also have access to a leadership coach at your fingertips. That way, when you hit those inevitable challenges that leadership will bring your way, you'll have both the resources and the support to navigate your way through them with confidence, composure, and while keeping your integrity intact. To find out more, head to kathyarcher.com slash library. If you are enjoying the show, I'd love it if you could leave me a comment or a review on iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Thanks for listening. Go make the rest of your day awesome.